Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The man who opened fire on a Poway synagogue in 2019 has pleaded guilty to all state charges. More on that after the news. A spate of new coronavirus infections in California have brought hospitalizations to levels not seen since early spring. Statewide, the number of coronavirus patients in the hospital more than doubled in the last month, and the numbers have accelerated even further in the last two weeks. Even with the increase, hospitals are not as swamped as they were during the fall and winter. Health experts are confident that California will never see numbers on that scale again, given how many residents are vaccinated. A former employee of Scripps Health is accused of stealing personal information from dozens of patients to file fraudulent unemployment claims in their names. Matthew Lombardo is one of seven people charged in two separate investigations surrounding the use of stolen identities to file for pandemic employment assistance, the U.S. Attorney's Office announced Wednesday. Lombardo, a 52-year-old from San Diego, worked as a patient financial service representative at Scripps Health, a job that included meeting with patients to obtain their personal information. The median home price in the region rose to a record $750,000 in June, according to data released Tuesday from CoreLogic DQ News. That's up from the previous record of $725,000, which was set in May. A year ago, the median price was $600,500. Analysts say the spike is caused by a shortage of homes for sale coupled with low mortgage rates. John T. Ernest pleaded guilty in San Diego Superior Court on Tuesday to shooting congregants at a Poway synagogue on the last day of Passover in 2019, killing one person and injuring three others. Ernest, who is now 22, admitted charges of murder and attempted murder in a plea deal that spares him a potential death sentence. He pleaded guilty to all the charges he faced, including an arson charge for setting fire to an Escondido mosque a month before the attack on the synagogue. He also admitted that both acts, he also admitted that both acts were hate crimes. Terry Figueroa covers courts and crime at the UT. Terry, John Ernest pleaded guilty to all charges in San Diego Superior Court on Tuesday. Can you walk us through those charges at the state level? So at the state level, um, Ernest was charged with murder, uh, attempted murder, and arson. Um, and there were hate crimes and, and gun allegations alongside of that. Um, he pleaded to, basically he pleaded to every charge. They call it pleading to the sheet. He pleaded to every charge that he had faced. Um, and the deal was, is that the death penalty was off the table. So he gets the maximum sentence or he's agreed to the maximum sentence that they could give him just short of the death penalty. And that is expected to be life in prison without the possibility of parole, plus 121 years to life, plus another 16 years. And Terry, there was another incident that preceded this, uh, a fire at a mosque. What do you know about that? So a month before the synagogue shooting, there was a fire outside of a mosque in Escondido. It happened in the middle of the night, about three in the morning, and there were seven people inside of the mosque. And um, luckily, you know, one of them spotted the fire. They were able to, to quickly jump on it and get it out um, within hours. The ATF was out there. The FBI was out there. 
Um, this was a very serious investigation. Aside from the fire, there was um, vandalism, graffiti outside on the driveway, referencing the shootings of the two mosques in New Zealand in Christchurch. The FBI and the ATF were investigating those that 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 fire. Two weeks after that fire, they had um, said we are going to now offer ten thousand dollars for information leading to an arrest in this case. So they did not know there was this was a, an open case. After the synagogue shootings, it came to light that there was an open letter, if you will, from uh, John Ernest that he posted on the internet. And in that screed, he says, I scorched a mosque in Escondido. So he admits it. So that was how they figured out who, saw, who set that fire. Was it a surprise at all that he pleaded guilty to all charges? <sighs> It was a surprise and not a surprise. Um, there had already been uh, signs that he was willing to plead guilty in federal court. In federal court, uh, there, there was two prosecutions. There was a state prosecution and a parallel federal prosecution. Um, and he'd already signaled in federal court that, well, he'd signed a, a conditional plea agreement, agreeing to plead guilty there. Um, and that conditional agreement is, is uh, in the hands of uh, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. It is up to, to his office to decide whether or not they want to still pursue the death penalty in this case. Um, so knowing that that had already started, that process had already started, the state prosecution um, in a way was, was running against the clock uh, because if... John Ernest had been convicted and, you know, pleaded guilty in federal court, that essentially would end the state prosecution because the state law essentially says you can't try somebody for something they've already been tried for, for the same acts in another jurisdiction, in another court, in this case, the federal court. Um, so that would have effectively killed the state case. So the state went ahead and took a plea deal with him and agreed to pull the death penalty off the table and he you know, admitted to all of the charges. So now the state conviction by his guilty plea is locked in. That does not affect the federal case, but a federal case conviction would have affected the state case. So as you mentioned, there are these two cases, you know, one at the state level, one at the federal level. At the federal level, there are more than 100 charges. Can you go over that for me? Yes, there are two, there are parallel prosecutions going on here. The state charged murder, the federal charges, and like you said, there are more than 100, um, include hate crime allegations and obstruction of free exercise of religious beliefs. Those are more along the lines of civil rights um, uh, matters uh, that are in the federal case. And the reason that there are more than 100 charges is there is a charge for each of the people that were in the um, synagogue at the time of the attack. There were 54 people in that synagogue. And so each of them would be one of the counts for a hate crime and using a firearm or obstructing the free um, exercises of religious beliefs. So that case um, is essentially it's not on hold. It's we're we're waiting. We have until August thirtieth. The prosecution has been told they have federal prosecution has been told they have until August thirtieth to come back to the court and and let the court know whether or not uh, the federal government plans to pursue the death penalty. 
uh, for John Ernest. Uh, and John Ernest himself is due back in court, in federal court on September 8th. Going back to what I had, had mentioned just a second ago, a guilty plea in the federal case affects the state case, but a guilty plea in the state case does not necessarily affect the federal case. So it's sort of a one-way street. Were you in the courtroom Tuesday as this was handed down? I was, I was in that courtroom. Um, and there were um, several folks in the courtroom. And of course, John Ernest was in there and uh, he was shackled by hand. In fact, when they had asked him uh, to raise his right hand to be sworn in, he essentially couldn't because he was hand shackled to his waist chains. So all he could do was just raise his hand essentially at his waist. Um, and then a little bit later when he signed his change of plea form, they had to actually unshackle his right hand so he could reach up and sign the document. So again, there are these two cases, the state case is supposed to wrap up or the sentencing is supposed to come down on September 30th. You mentioned the September 8th date that he's due in federal court. I mean, what should we expect going forward? As far as the federal case is concerned, um, we will find out on August 30th whether or not um, the federal government wants to pursue the death penalty um, for John Ernest. The next step for John Ernest in the state case is his sentencing on September 30th. And at that hearing, that's when the victims or the victims' families, the survivors, um, will be able to come forward and make a statement. So they will be able to, to come to court, stand in front of the judge with Ernest in the courtroom and make a victim's impact statement. Um, so that's when we're really gonna be able to hear from the victims in this case. The sentence itself won't, it's, it's, it's a foregone conclusion. It's, it's what he agreed to in the plea deal. And that is essentially life in prison without the possibility of parole. He will not get out ever. You can find more news online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.